Here we go. Chris, Golden Gloves, Saro on the Room Podcast, calling in from a remote site around a campfire. I am jealous. Chris, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for calling in, man, while you're uh, enjoying the outdoors. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's been a minute. So, I'm loving it out here, man. So, so it, was this a planned thing? I know it's Friday. Did you just say, let's head out and, uh, you know, go have a campfire, camp out in the woods tonight? Yeah, well, that's where uh, my uh, my memory comes into play. Uh, <laughs> it worked in my favor. I thought we were leaving. I thought we were leaving Saturday, and I misunderstood a text from my coach, and so it was a rest day. So I'm sleeping in the morning. It's like nine o'clock. I get a message from him Wednesday morning saying, "Where the hell are you?" I'm like, "It's like we're getting ready to leave," and I'm like, "Oh shit! I guess we're leaving today." So we left on Wednesday, and we uh, we're here for one more day tomorrow. We leave Sunday. And, and uh, that's the way we're set up right now where, um, you know, we, we got some pretty, pretty amazing things on the horizon. So my schedule's wide open, man. This isn't a part-time job. So whatever coach says goes. I was, re- I was packed, ready to go. So let's, uh, let's speak of coach who you are, uh, you know, pertaining to. Um, you have a new one that is not a new one, but someone that's taking over as main coach, getting you ready for your next opportunity. Let's talk about that bond, that friendship, and how uh, you and your coach, your new coach, got together. Yeah, absolutely. He's actually out. He's, uh, I think they're cleaning dishes right now. He'll be back here in a, in a few minutes. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, but, uh, my, my first coach, uh, who was, his name is Garth Crane. He's a former professional fighter. Um, you know, he, uh, he he's uh, wrestled all the way, I mean, to, to the Olympic alternates. The guy's a world-class athlete. And he a uh, professional badass, I tell you. And um, you know, we th- he, that guy's my number one right now. He's been he's been in my corner. Twelve years ago, he taught me how to throw my first jab, you know, and uh, how to stand, you know, and uh, actually took my first pr- professional bare knuckle punch from him when he was trying <laughs> to teach me rings. I was nineteen, and I just couldn't get it down, and so he took his glove off and. No, no rap or whatever. He just had a little rap on his hand, smashed me right in the face, and uh, we've been friends ever since. Here he comes now. Excellent. And, uh, no, so- it's good, man. We, um, you know, just uh, without getting into details, you know, after Biloxi, we had to buckle down. We, we're going all the way to the top with this, and I couldn't think of a better person to have in my, my corner than my coach. He's, he's been there for me in every way, shape, or form, and, uh, you know, I trust him with my life, so. It's been it's been a hell of a bond, man, and it's just growing growing stronger. This trip that we're out here, like uh, I said, you know, a, a non-disclosed location uh, in Southern Maine. <laughs> Beautiful out here, man. I got my friend Catherine here. She came down to hang out with us, Catherine Vejo. I mean, uh, we just call her Catherine. No. <laughs> she's all nice and safe from the from the black class. Well, well, she's she's so. I mean, not only are you a celebrity nowadays, you know, she's got you beat, Chris. She's been a celebrity for some time. She's uh one of the Neff Ring Girls, also a really successful musician. She actually plays a lot of instruments, uh, drums too, which you know I like because I play drums. So I I I got a definite liking to her. And hey, what's up, Coach? <laughs> Sit down. Get uh, get to the left of Chris if you can. Like in front of Catherine for a second. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, all right, he's out. He's in the tent. That, he punched that, me twice. We're good. All right, that's it. That's all right. Tell him I got his picture up here so people know what he looks like. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I'll surprise him with it tomorrow. It's even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, man, uh, dude, it's been a funny, not a funny, but, you know, a hectic uh, two and a half months or so. You know, all the cards shut down, including being, uh, being knuckle fighting championships. In April, they were supposed to have a card. They had to cancel. Um, man, what's been going on as far as, you know, being in the heart of it, being a, an active fighter, a pro fighter, getting your career going with with bare knuckle and then, you know, the quarantine happening and all fighting start stopping. How, how you been coping with it and, and what's your routine been like? Sure. Well, you know, we, I was in the gym the night I got back on the 17th of November. I was in the gym. You know, we realized that, you know, uh, we had talked about it before heading down there. If we go do the same thing we did in September on pay-per-view, you know, things are going to change. And, uh, and we're going all the way to the top with this thing. And so you know, when I got back, I got right to work. You know, we were set to fight in Miami. We were set to fight, you know, uh, I mean, there were talks and talks about, you know, each event after number nine, we were set to be in. And so the way my coach has me prepare is we're ready to go. So there's no, we get a phone call and it's like, ah, oh, we can't do that. You know, we're ready to go at all times, you know, like uh, keep your shorts packed in your bags kind of deal. And, uh, and so that's kind of the rule of thumb and we, we got right back to work and it's in, in total, it's been like, um, it's been like a seven month camp pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can imagine. You know, so once, once this COVID thing hit, you know, we had to, um, I mean, the gym got shut down and that was one day I'm hearing about toilet paper and the next day my gym shut down. It was like, boom, boom for me. You know, I, I, uh, you know, I, I don't watch TV. All I do is train and I watch tape. That's, uh, <laughs> and so I wasn't up to date with everything going on out there. And so when the gym shut down, there was a good, good week where I had to, um, I cleaned the hell out of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. And, that, uh, I, took, I took a minute to just assess and be like, okay, what's going on here? It only you took, know, it, it only took you a week to do that. It only took you a week to clean your apartment, man. <laughs> no, my apartment was clean at the end of the first day. I, I cleaned my apartment for a week. So like every day was the same routine. Uh, it was, uh, I, I scrubbed my, my kitchen floor like three different times just trying to come figure out what the hell is going on with the world. And uh, that's my therapy. So we, we, I flew to Florida for a week to kind of, you know, get my head, get, get my head about myself. And when I came back, I just, um, what I realized was I saw a post by Conor McGregor, and this was right when I got back, like the second week of this quarantine deal. And that dude was haggard, but he was sweating and he was grinding. It was like a gym post. And what, and what clicked with me is the best in the world right now. They know that the 99% are going to be slacking. You know what I mean? And the best in the world, that's when you're going to see, you know, uh, as much as he's cringy, uh, Henry Cejudo and guys like that showing up chiseled because we didn't take any breaks. So, so that was that, that clicked in my head early on was not only, you know, do, do we have a, a big following right now and, and um, a lot of people kind of look up to what we have going on and I want to shed a positive light on everything. You know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. There's plenty of reasons to be, you know, um, but instead tried to, um, try to really, because I, I'm human too, man. This sucked. This was not fun. You know, I, I live in the gym, and so for me to have to like be forced, I, I don't like being forced to do anything. Yeah, you know, uh, call me an anarchist, call me whatever. I just don't feel like you know, like um, I don't like my freedom being be, being fudged with. 
And so I wasn't thinking rebellious, but right off the bat, I was thinking, what can I do? When we got that parking lot, I went by the gym with my brother. We unlocked the place. I grabbed all the equipment I could. You know, we made a tree into a heavy bag. We made a double end bag. We brought the Cobra Spring down there. And we got we got a good group of guys, and we just got to work, man. And so, you know, we got, we got pros coming to us, you know, making the trip up from Boston, from Portland, you know, coming up here to get work because, you know, you know, you don't put everything out there, you know, like uh, they know that there's something we got going on up here. And, uh, and, you know, this is, it's a tough way of living up here. You know what I mean? We, and uh, we don't have, we don't have all the luxuries of like a big city and stuff. So we got to be creative up here. And that's one thing about this area is, you know, down East Maine, you know, um, you know, we, uh, we're all survivors. They, everyone, everyone's getting creative with how to go about this, you know, very little quitters in the bunch up here, man. So it was a good time for me to get to learn more about myself, learn how I act under, under pressure, and uh, and um, and get to show people that there's uh, there's alternatives, alternative way of going about things. Well, you know? well, Chris, you know, speaking to you and what you're talking about here, like a lot of fighters had time to, you know, hone in other skills and learn other skills and learn and and think about something other than just fighting. I mean, you learned a lot of like editing and stuff. Like you've been getting yourself out there. You started a, a, a blog about what's been going on during the quarantine. You kept updating it. You had great footage, to, yep. you know, videoing and showing what you're talking about with fighters coming up, getting together. Um, dude, man, is, is that something, I mean, are you creating anything, everything like mostly on yourself as far as that editing? Because it's pretty impressive how you've been, uh, you know, progressing and keeping it going. Thank you, man. What happened was that it was part of it. We made the first uh, quarantine blog episode one, and it was a tutorial on the jab. And I just, I, I had my buddy tape it, and I legitimately was just having fun with it. And I thought, let's just give someone, you know, I talked about it with my manager, Travis Lazar, and it's like, let's give the people some positive stuff, you know. So it's something to take up their time. What's up, Travis? And, um, <laughs> You know, and uh, great advice, you know, because I took that advice and I ran with it. And then what it, what happened was it started forcing me, like I had no choice in the matter. I had to make my days interesting. You know, we had to we had to incorporate more more, uh, you know, um, more into my day, pretty much. And you know, I found that it just um, shit was getting more exciting. And, and, and not that anything different was happening. We were just training in my parking lot and stuff, but we were having more fun with it. Yeah. And um, and I'm an artist to begin with. I, I've been an artist, you know, my whole life. It's at, it's in my core. And right now with all the training I'm doing, I don't have necessarily the time to be sitting down, you know, to a canvas like I used to. And so I found that this was my form of expression. You know, some of those videos, you know, uh, the one that kind of – depicts like um, my career in a nutshell and uh, it tells a story about you know from the beginning from uh, you know my my friendship and relationship my best friend that, that passed a year ago Jake Sinclair and the journey up on through to, to turn and pro winning the gloves not giving up and, and then um, you know now unfortunately he lives on with us you know through spirit but on on my banner for every fight and I told tell that in a in a quick little video that not a lot of people that, that don't know me know you know maybe the depths of it, but it's my form, my way of getting my art side out. And I feel for me to be a complete athlete, I can't be holding back any part of me. I gotta be letting it all out, like mind, body, and soul. And I feel I've been getting that with the videos. Although these la these next four weeks, you know, you'll probably see a, like a decline in, in me, uh, you know, releasing that much because we're fucking coming 
Yeah, yeah, right. you, you you got you got something to get ready for, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. later, Chris. I want to um, you know, talk about some of the training partners because uh, you've you've developed special bonds with some of the fighters, you know, not only fighters that you know around the area that I train with, and fighters that travel to come to you, past fighters that you have fought, you've yeah. you've you've created these special bonds. One in particular is Raz Hilton. Let's talk a little bit about that because he is a, a an important part. Of some of the videos, because we're seeing a lot of footage with you and and Raz getting in a lot of work. Uh, let's talk yeah. about how that how that came about and how beneficial it is uh, your bond with him now. Sure, man. Well, as everyone knows, you know that, that follows this game is, you know, me and Raz we 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 faced off each other uh, faced off in the cage back in September, and uh, I won uh, by knockout, and it was a vicious knockout, but it was. Uh, I, I, the reason I took that fight, Matt Peterson said, Ras Hilton, and I said, yep. And, uh, one, I was kind of coaching and managing myself at the time. And so, and I wasn't looking to, to nitpick. Um, but the other thing was, I'm a fan of Ras's, and, and he didn't, I, we're friends, we, we shoot shit all the time now. And it's like, I didn't even tell him this till just recently. I didn't even think to. But, like, the whole reason I said yes was because I, you know, when I was on the amateur scene as a boxer, he had just kind of climbed onto the amateur scene as a MMA fighter. And I was just keeping tabs on him. I'm like, that's a big boy. I like the way he banged. He came out. He liked the fight. And I watched him grow as an amateur. I watched him grow through the professionals. And I knew he was a game opponent. I mean, he was no pushover. He was a top contender, um, you know, when we took him on. And so when I did what I did to him, anyone who's a true, true, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, fan of the sport, and especially the uh, New England MMA scene, they know he's a warrior. But I, I didn't want him going, I didn't want that being the end of his career just because he took two losses. To me, a lot of people will say that that's the end. And, and with me, I was like, dude, you got so much to prove. That could have happened to me. And we were we were zeroing in on each other. It was going to be one or the other. His strikes were getting harder by the second. And so I just didn't want him to go out that way. And so, you know, like I ended up contacting him. was just like, man, you're going to fucking come back and you are going to smoke somebody. You are six foot whatever. And you <laughs> telephone, telephone pole for fucking reach. And you're going to put all that to work and you are going to go, you know, no more hugging. We're going out there and you are going to put that Rasquatch on somebody. And that's what we did with, with Brad Lee. I can't stand that dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, dude, dude, you know, or, you know, me being a media guy, but he was a little arrogant in that cage and he yeah. did get, you know, he, Raz did, Make him eat his like his arrogance at the end of that fight. You know what I mean, and and though know, that fight Raz had complete complete dominating of that fight, a great great battle finished him, and then Raz takes Raz takes a, a late notice title fight. What two weeks later? I mean, you know, three weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's I mean he he's getting it done, and he's not shying away from any any mm-hmm. challenge coming his way. Parents, he came out strong against Terrence and he put on a good fight for someone on two weeks notice, you know, uh, against a, uh, uh, a fighter of his class and with his wrestling accolades. I mean, he, he brought it to him in all respect to Terrence. You know, I, I don't know much about the guy uh, personally, but I, I was there ringside, you know, I could, I was as close as you could get to that fight. And that dude had to fight. He had to earn that. That was not easy. Rask came yeah. out there confidence. And I know mental's everything. If you come out confident like he has been for his last few fights, man, I mean, that's that, that's a dangerous person. You know, 
when when grass comes out smiling, you know you got a fight on your hands. <laughs> definitely, you know? definitely, definitely. And a very smart, intelligent man. Very, very nice guy. Very personable. Uh, an all around great guy. And I'm glad to see him. You know bonding with you and you guys helping each other along this journey. As far as some of the other guys, you know, Chris, I think the last time I really, really spoke with you and, and we had conversations was around Christmas time when you or a little around Christmas time, you went to visit Mr. Knight there. I do believe. Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. Cause you have some bonds with, you know, not only new England fighters, some bare knuckle uh, veterans and, you know, real high, high, big names there that you've, you've, become real good friends. Talk about some of those. Sure, man. I mean, Jason's a great dude. You know, I met Jason, obviously, when we fought at, um, in Biloxi. And it's funny because, I mean, I'm 31. I'm coming to bang. I don't have nothing to hold back, you know. So if I want to be a fan, if I am a fan, I'm not going to hide it. You know what I mean? So what? Like, you know, and obviously, me and Jason are never going to fight. But, you know, I uh, to be at the weigh-ins and, after I weighed in, I saw him getting ready to go up and face off against Artem Lobov on the scales. And uh, he was like, he had the American flag and he's all, you know, he's got his game face on. And I'm, I'm like taping him doing Facebook Live and he gave me this look like, put the put the camera down, boy. <laughs> and, and I liked it. You know, I was just like, you know, that, that dude's a fighter. I get that. But when the fight was all over, he finished Artem, you know, uh, uh, with that beautiful lead uppercut. And um, uh, he came backstage and he's sitting there. And it's funny backstage, like, you know, before and after a fight, you know, the vibes and stuff with people. But he's sitting there and I, I'm getting un, I'm getting undressed and he's unwrapping his hands and he looks over at me and uh, he he uh, he just starts talking about the fight. And, um, and I start shooting it right back with him. And, you know, he comes from a small town of like 6,000 people doing it too in Loosedale, Mississippi. And, and I come from the same size town up in Ellsworth. So we got a lot in common in the sense where, you know, we're, we're, we're ranked in the world, with, you know, with this promotion. And we come from small, small areas. There's a lot more that go, that's entailed with that. And so, you know, um, I ended up just connecting with him, you know, uh, in Biloxi. And then, uh, you know, he invited me. Once I got back to Maine, he invited me to come down there and, I, and to train with him and, some working with Alan Belcher and uh, you know Brock Weaver and uh, you know a lot of those guys down there, uh, tough guys. And and uh, I stayed down there. I think it was ten days total. I love Mississippi, man. They got some good food down there. They got some soul food. <laughs> and the hospital, the hospital. Yeah, I was. I was going to say that the hospital hospitality is like you know top notch over there, man. They all you know all they want to do is feed you, right? <laughs> the first day there, he's like, I'm going to bring you by this, this joint. It's awesome. It's like a buffet. It was all soul food. Man, I gained like 10 pounds <laughs> in that city and, and stay with me that whole trip. But it was, it was some of the best food ever, man. And just real good people. You know, they, uh, they, uh, they're real nice, real accepting. Everyone's very respectful. And that's, you know, that's what I like to see. And, and as for Mississippi being a home to bear knuckle right now, they, they've held so many BKFC events. Um, that's what I like to see is like, you know, it's not treat. We're not treated like barbarians, even though we are modern day gladiators. Yeah. That's the truth, you know, but we're not treated like, uh, like monsters. Everyone's just, you know, everyone's big fans down there and it's cool, man. I've been getting, you know, love from the UK too with, uh, between Mark Godbeer and Tyler Goodjohn. These are, these are, uh, cool dudes, man. It's cause I don't, I, I'm just real. I don't, 
try to put any facade on, you know. And when you see another fighter who really just loves to fight, you can you can sense that, you know what I mean? You can be around a whole bunch of people who fight, but then you can sense the ones that are truly, you know, in it for the same reasons you are. And I think just, you know, um, that kind of stuff, you know, um, you know that, that's someone who I'm more out to shoot the shit with, you know, uh, uh, if I'm having a rough day or vice versa. You know, uh, Leonard Garcia is another one who shows us a lot of love. Melvin Gillard, all these guys, these, these are good buddies of mine. They show, they show a lot of love and support for what we got going on. And some of them, who even knows if we may have to face someday? That would be awesome, yeah. you know? That's it's what it's all about, you know? It, it's um, So I'm blessed, man. I'm really blessed to, to be in the position that yeah. I'm in. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting to get to see, you, you know, um, we're, it's such a young sport to get to see it evolve and to be a part of that evolution. You know, I'm truly honored. I really am. Excellent. So well, you know, Chris, you know, fighters are human beings and you guys, you know, you need that camaraderie and, 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 you know, the good fighters that, that are, you know, really good hearted, man, they, they get drawn together because, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you've gone through. You can bounce stuff to get, you know, off each other. You, you form some trust there, man. A lot has to do with your, your upbringing. Also, Chris, I mean, you got a great upbringing with, you know, family, uh, you know, siblings and support for your fighting career. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the family aspect of the fighting, you know, how your parents were involved and, and how they supported you through the years and, and still support you, support you now as, you, you know, your, your biggest fans out there. And, you know, I got to mention your brother, too, because uh, your brother's a hot shit, brother. I mean, he's got a he's got a group page on Facebook, man. I I I post the the memes that would get me kicked off any other page on there. He's yeah. the he's a funny, but I mean, we need that venting page there. So I just want to say kudos to your brother Nick. He's a funny son of a bitch. Uh, but let's yeah. talk about them all, man. Let's talk about your family and you know start with your parents and 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 the support they've given you through the years. Sure, my parents are my biggest fans, man. My my father, my mother have been there. Uh, just about to every single fight since my first amateur fight, you know, um, everywhere. To New York City, fighting at BB King's for Gleason's, they're their ringside. You, 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 you watch on YouTube, you see my family ringside. You watch uh, on pay-per-view, if you hear a woman screaming louder than <laughs> anyone else, that's my mom, because somehow she got hooked up with Kevin Smith and he gave her a backstage pass and she came around. <laughs> Look what I so got! Look what I got! After I got McAllister, I turned into the right, and they're only on count five. I do like the, it's all done. I'm looking right in my mom's eyes. I'm like, it's done, mom. You know, and, and you can't, uh, hey, Chris, you know, Chris. You jump can't. up on the cage after, uh, you know, the ra after Rash's fight. They're the first pe people I'm looking up, up to the left. You know, I try not to get emotional because it's a big deal to me, man. But they've seen me at my lowest, man. Those are my parents. They, and they and I've put them through so much, you know, uh, th through my life. For me, it's like an absolute honor to get to. You know, that, that's why I say you're going to have to kill me in there, man, because I got so much reason and purpose to be fighting. I mean, if anything, just to prove to them that, I, you know, that, you know, I can I can turn my life around and I've already proven that, you know, and continue to prove that and show them what I can make of myself. That means the world to me. You know, they brought me into this world and, and God knows I put them through all kinds of stuff over the years, man. It's blessing them here. And so to have them ringside, you know, or, or even in the auditorium these days for my fights and they're going to be there right to the end. You know, that's it's to me, it's it, I fight. I don't know if I'd fight any worse without them there. 
But, you know, I fight just that much better just knowing that my mom and my dad are ringside. It's like, ain't nobody whooping my ass tonight. I tell you what, <laughs> you know, it ain't happening. It ain't yeah. going down that yeah. way. If so, you're going to have to work for it, boy. Excellent. You know, like, you know, I know the first thing that goes to my mind every single fight since I was 24 years old, 23, was the second it's over, it's instant relief for my parents. Like, the first millisecond, yeah. it's instantly I'm relieved that my parents are relieved. And then I go from there. I go check on my opponent, you know, and, and stuff like that. So um, it, it's amazing, man, to have them at, in support of what I'm doing because this is, like I said, it's a full-time job. And, and um, you know, and I got an eight-year-old boy, you know, and everyone's in support of making this happen, you know, and being having my back because they know how I perform working with uh, my back against the wall, you know. But with everyone having my back, I'm not fighting the current, you know. It's like I'm going with the flow. And everyone having the support, and then having my little brother, uh, brother-in-law, and my little sister open MXA Fitness, and God bless them all. I love them all to pieces, man. My brother is a hoot. Uh, my little sister's just like the, just like me, man. Like she, we have the same kind of personality. We don't take any shit. But my little brother, he's like, he's got the same. <laughs> As you say, little brother, I just posted a picture, I do believe, of you and your brother, and he look, look he looks like he's got about six inches on you. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a, that dude's a beast. Yeah, that's little baby brother, though, believe it or not. So, so you talk about uh, MXA, um, MXA Fitness, right, or in Ellensworth. Is that where I interviewed you a couple of times, once or twice? That's where you train mm-hmm. out of? That's where... I think you give sessions and everything. Let's talk a little bit about that. I, you know, gyms are closed down and your brother owns the gym. That's where you get your work. That's where you make your living, you know, most of it. Talk about that effect because there's things happening right around the corner that are going to change. Talk about, you know, the, 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 the business aspect with you and your brother and what you see around, uh, you know, maybe next week. Yeah. We're opening the doors Monday, and, uh, you know, and, and as far as I, uh, you know, I won't get too political on your show, but as far, uh, you know, as far as I go with that whole thing, you know, Janet Mills and that whole mess, you know, do something about it, because you got to shut it all down, you know, and what you're not considering is what the really the dig you're really, you know, that this state's really taken, and, you know, yeah, given maybe there's not a lot of professional athletes, but the gym is a, you know, the People need to be able to work out for their mental. You know, they, God bless everyone who's been able to work from their home and in their living room and use these different apps like Zoom and stuff to, to, to stay active. But that just shows that we're adaptable. That shows that if you put us in a situation, we will adapt. But why not, you know, why not work in our corner, you know, and not work against us? And it feels like we're, you know, it's try, it's making rebels out of good people that don't, you know, didn't have, want to have to go that route. And, and um, you know, it, the business is my little brother and my little sisters, you know, and, and uh, you know, my business is, is, is Golden Gloves. And, and, uh, and we, you know, between the two of us, we all have our hands full. Um, but for me to sit back and look at my little siblings have to struggle, it scares me, man. And that's where I'll get defensive. You know, I'll be all right. I'll go build a tree fort somewhere yeah. in Smith Family's office in this thing. Out in the woods, you know, oh, you'll go to a campfire. <laughs> I'll be all right. But I don't like having to see them have to struggle. You know, my two nephews and stuff like that and their mother have to worry. Yeah. You know, that's where it's like, now you're, now you're barking up the wrong tree, lady, you know, and uh, give us a break. So we're opening the first, man, Monday. I can't be any happier about that. You know, we get this training out here in the woods and just in time to come back home 
popping after you. Excellent. Well, Chris, you know, before we go further and talk about the future of your fighting career, um, you talked about your siblings, talked about your brother. Uh, I got a little contest here because I found a picture on your Facebook, and I wanted to have a contest. So what's going to happen is I'm going to give away a New England MMA shirt. I'll uh, get it off the website. I'll give it to uh, the winner. Uh, we'll find something for you to give away. I'll talk to Travis. We'll have you sign something. We'll give it away along with this. So what I have, I have a picture, and it's of you, your brother, and I do believe you have two two sisters. One, is it two sisters? Yep. Yeah, so it's 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 for you in a picture. So the contest is people out there, and uh, Catherine can you know check feeds. But we'll what we'll do is we'll look back on this feed tomorrow, and people can answer the question, and and we'll promote the question. So the picture I'm going to put up in a minute, and what it is is a picture of all for you. I want people to tell me what year the picture was taken, and the month will be probably, you know, already, you'll see it. But it could be the month before. <laughs> so it could be the month before, but I want the date and the month that picture was taken. All right, so I'm going to show the picture right now. It'll take you a minute for it to show up for you, Chris. But your brother is chucking the bird in the picture, I do believe. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> so I'm gonna blow it up on the screen too. I, I have it smaller. So here's the picture. So your brother's gonna have to see this. Now they can't say it on the feed. Oh, that's such and such. You're gonna, maybe your brother or someone can come on or, or give the winner. So here it is. It's gonna block my face, but Chris, it should show up on your on Catherine's okay. phone. But right there, we have four siblings right there with your brother in the middle, chucking the bird. So I want to know what year, what day, and what month that picture was taken. So with that said, you get a free shirt from New England MMA, and we'll have Chris sign something for you. So that's an open uh, contest uh, till let's say tomorrow afternoon. Chris and I, you'll talk, and we'll talk about it. We'll have Travis give make a post. So that's the contest month. Yeah. Day. You, you did good. <laughs> that, that's the family picture right there. That's, that's the Christmas. <laughs> that's an awesome picture, man. I could, I could not. I had to show it, brother. So, all right, Chris. Let, let's get to something serious, man. Back to fighting, bro. We have, um, I do believe the first card announced in in um, June, right? I do have a poster here, locked and loaded. Uh, it doesn't have you on it, but, you know, God willing, it might, Chris. So let's talk about what's going on with Bare Knuckle Boxing coming back uh, in June. What's going on, brother? Um, you know, all we can say is uh, we, 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 um, we're in talks with the promotion, and uh, we are preparing for war, and, uh, you know, and um, everything is, uh, you know, seems uh, smooth sailing. Uh, we have a very tough opponent. Um, uh, you know, and that's all I can say right now, but, uh, you know, um, we're out in the woods grinding, uh, <laughs> getting to it and, uh, I'm watching weight and, uh, uh, I'm sore and broken. And so, um, we're, we're, we're putting it all together. That's for sure. You know, we got, we have, um, but we are in guaranteed, you know, talkings with, um, you know, with the promotion back and forth. 
and uh, we are, you know, in preparation for something very big coming up. Um, news, obviously, you know, this stuff, uh, you know, it, it never goes completely as planned, you know, that's just the game. Um, so news is coming very soon, but I can tell, you know, I can say for a fact that, you know, all our fans, you know, it's time time to get excited. You know, I've been bitching for how many months now that I'm dying for a fight and stuff. And, and so, uh, you know, like I said, seven months, that's, that's a long time. I feel like, uh, I feel like a virgin. <laughs> you, you're, you're hungry, Chris. No, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm antsy, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. So it's all good. We, we have, um, you know, uh, the, the name that's been, uh, you know, uh, put out there is someone that, uh, is a very, you know, class opponent and it's going to, uh, you know, they're going to bring the best out of me. And, uh, and that, and that's what I want everyone to see, you know, including myself. This is all a test. I test myself with each opponent and this next one's a big test and, uh, we're going to pass it. You know, uh, I, I feel very confident we're going to pass it with flying colors. I couldn't be any more prepared any more discipline and uh you know what's that what's up oh there's 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 a bunch of people coming in on here like fighters that i'm just giving like a uh thumbs up Ra raz is blushing uh we you we oh, gotta yeah, yeah we got a we got a bunch of people on here that are uh saying you know that it must be the contest chris they want one of those new england mma shirts i guess but <laughs> that's a good one so, so chris hey, yeah. um i've been talking to travis uh your manager travis lazar also one of my business partners in the New England MMA. You know, it's funny, Chris, you know, not only are you in bare knuckle fighting championships, you are in the New England MMA rankings too, as a pro MMA fighter. You actually made, you're in the rankings. I mean, uh, Ras, Ras Hilton, I do believe, man. Um, you know, MMA's always been there because, you know, when we talked before, you know, you were making the jump to bare knuckle, um, you talked about, you know, the past, who you've trained with, Marcus Davis, years and years ago, you know, uh, you were in like some of the, you know, had gyms together there. I mean, MMA isn't something new to you. I mean, like you said, you had to get that fight with uh, Matt Peterson and Neff so you could show David and get that pro, you know, that pro ranking so you can make it to uh, the mm -hmm. bare knuckle, man. Let, let's talk a little bit about that MMA because you do have it in your blood and uh, what do you what do you think about the MMA community in general? Because I'm sure you've crossed paths with Raz, getting ready for your boxing, you know, your bare knuckle, but you still have MMA fighters coming in and out and getting rounds with you. You ever take any of them down? You ever <laughs> you ever put any put any you know ever try anything like that for fun? Okay, I'll say that. Well, no, you are true. My my core, my base is is MMA. You know, I got started like I said. You know, under Garth Crane and, you know, when Marcus Davis was fighting for the UFC and Team Myers. And so I just, I come from a family that likes to throw hands. I come from a family of boxers on, on both sides. And so genetically, it just made, you know, that it, that's what spoke to my core. But absolutely, man. I mean, I can still, I can still, I can still hang. I can still throw, throw you know, throw my kicks. I love Muay Thai. You know, I love Jiu-Jitsu. I will say, uh, you know, um, you know, I, I can roll, I can hold my own on the ground, but that's all, you know, uh, obviously, you know, um, you know, that's not the direction, uh, you know, that's not where my training's focus these days, but that's my core. 
I mean, if you go on my Facebook, you go back far enough, you'll find old Team Irish pictures of me in there, you know, with people in the crucifix on the ground, or, you know, or throwing head kicks and things like that. You know, the, uh, it, when part, part of my approach to training, was, especially in the amateurs, when I'd go to New York City, I'm in, I'm in like the uh, warehouse of, of martial arts gyms. And so I used to, as well as go to Gleason's, I'd go over to the Evolution Muay Thai with Brandon Levy. I'd go over to Phil Nurse's gym at the Watt and get, get working with Phil and those guys there, you know. So I always I always kept up with it. It wasn't until just recent that, you know, we put our focus 100% into, uh, you know, um, you know, this end of things, you know. And um, But, yeah, no, that's, a, that's at my core, man. I always love it. I can sit down. Like I said, you know, I don't do much for uh, entertainment. You know, my entertainment is I go home, I study tape. Um, I watch fights in slow motion. I, I see what the best in the world are doing, and I try to think how I can do that better. Um, I watch I watch fights in all different sports: MMA, Muay Thai, uh, Jiu Jitsu, World Championships. All you know, I, I I follow it all, man. You know, but I only have so much time in the day right now. So obviously, our focus is in bare knuckle and seeing you know you know what's um, keep, keep keeping up the tabs and keeping up to date, seeing who's who out there, seeing what promotions are out there and what they're pumping out for fighters. And, uh, and just see what the best in the world are doing and, and, uh, and keeping track of that. And so, but absolutely, man, I, I love, I love all forms of fighting. It's why it's, I, I'm, that's why I say I'm blessed because what a better job for someone like me, you know, not only do I get to hit somebody, I get to do it with no gloves on, you know, that's like, <laughs> to me, that's, it's like, what, what an opportunity, you know, it's, uh, it's awesome. Awesome, Chris. Well, you know, uh, Chris, we got, uh, we got your fight. You know, you walk out, you fight, uh, playing right now, dude. You were um, your knockout was ran was number three for what for for what rankings for uh B BKFC? What what was it? Was it under uh, Haymaker's Instagram? David Haymaker um, ranked us up. I mean, that's a pretty. It's uh, a, what like the one like one the best one punch knockout of uh, of the year. The beat out Sam Shoemaker's uh, Eric Pringle knockout, and then um, you know, yeah, we were number three. Um, number two, three. Um, number two was Joe Pegg, and number one was Caleb Harris with that face plant knockout. Yeah, so and, can, and can, a, a and real nice those guys. I love Joe Pegg and Caleb Harris. Yeah, so Caleb. He's a good dude, man. I interviewed him, man. He's a really, really, really soft-spoken, really dude. He's a. I think he's he's like a gardener, or he's a, a floor. He work. He he takes care of the grounds around a um, um, a senior living home. So he's Caleb? yeah. So he's getting uh. That's his therapy. You know what I mean? He's a great person. We met him in Biloxi, and he was he was he's a young kid, and he's he's confident, and he was such a he's very respectful. But, such a gamer um it, it was it, it was cool to get to see him go out there and perform you know he fought jeff shivens who's same thing another buddy of mine. I, you know it's funny i've never been friends with so many people <laughs> especially in playing sports when i played sports in high school i wasn't friends with anybody else on, on either team so it's funny to get to see but it's like you know like a likes like you know we there's so yeah. many of us that have similar you know things that are in common you know and get us all together and you know, there, there's very little people in that promotion that I can say that actually truly have problems with one another. You know, even the ones that, you know, when you see it kind of, you know, like uh, up front, you know, or on stage, it's it, backstage, we're all athletes. We're all there for a purpose. And um, there's very little BS. And, you know, that's what I love about this. And, and you would think it'd be the opposite, given how 
you know, barbaric, yeah. or, you know, all yeah. these different stigmas. It's not that case at all. I think because we are all crazy enough, you know, we fight 12 guys at once, that, that you put us into a promotion, you're going to find that, you know, it's like, hey, we're all, we all know that we're crazy, right? Okay, we all know we're tough, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Let's take exactly. it from there. We don't have anything to prove. And, you know, and, so. and 90% of you have been at it a while, man. You've been, you've been through the game a while, so you know, and, and you know how important that. You know, you're building a, a whole new, a whole nother fighting company too. So you guys are the the face. You are the new face of a new company. So, dude, a couple more questions before I let you get uh, to roasting marshmallows, enjoying your Friday night camping out, dude. Uh, Travis Lazat, you know that's my main guy. He talked to me about maybe as soon as something's set in stone and you can announce something, uh, we're gonna make that trek. Uh, to come see you fight, you know, I'm going to take the 24 hour drive or whatever it takes to get there. Uh, Travis, you know, we talked about getting media credentials, maybe trying to go down there as new England, uh, MMA media covering your fight. Uh, so we're going to get it all together, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get it together, Chris, because I mean, we've been cooped up in the house long enough and, and why not have your fight be the one that, you know, we come out and, uh, you know, uh, guns are blazing, you know what I mean? So. Oh man, it's gonna, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. No, it's going to be so good, man. It's going to be so good. You couldn't pick a better fight to come see. I'm telling you, like this is going to be the the best me ever and I, the best mental state ever, more discipline than ever. God, I'm getting choked. <laughs> Who's that? Is that Coach? <laughs> Uh, well, hey, dude, yeah, hey, hey, you've been giving her work, man, at Raz's gym. You've been giving um, uh, Chelsea Tucker some work. I mean, she's giving you work. I see her throwing kicks at you and stuff like that. So, you're... in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, no, hey, there's a target all over you, Chris, man. So, la- last thing, Chris, man, um, shout outs. Sp- I know you got a ton of sponsors. I know you got more coming. You got this fight coming. But anyone you want to, you think, you, you might not be able to hit them all, but, you know, everyone knows you love them and, and give the respect that they deserve. So shout out there, brother. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all of my sponsors, you know, I, I want to go, go down the list. You know, I've been told that I, uh, you know, it puts people to sleep. But no, it just shows we have, we have so much support. You know, everyone back in my hometown, you know, uh, like I said, just out of fairness to everyone, I'm not going to go down the list, but, I'm, but you all know who you are. You know, uh, you know, uh, Richie, Tony, Elena, you know, all of you guys, you, you, you all play, you know, my, uh, my uncle, you know, all my uncles and all my family down in Florida, Buddy, you know, um, Billy, all you guys, every single one of you plays a massive role in making this happen. This is not easy. You know, we're, we're not rolling around, you know, ballers here. You know, this is truly happening because I'm passionate about something that I have enough people in my corner that are passionate as well and they want to be a part of and, and it t- it's a team process i couldn't be i wouldn't be here i wouldn't be able to sit here and be smiling and talking to you you know in the shape that i'm in in the state that i'm in if it wasn't for every one of these people and i and i mean that from the bottom of my heart you know so when we when we get this title you know it, that title's for everybody you know that that it's 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 taken a, a team to, to to bring this to bring this into fruition man and I literally, I couldn't love all, all of you any, anymore. My community, Ellsworth, Maine, you know, like I said, I used to terrorize that town when I was a kid. <laughs> and now they got me in the Christmas parade. <laughs> and, 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 and literally, it's such a big portion of that town 
is showing me so much love. You know, I'm out here. I'm not trying to be anybody else but myself. You know, I'm not trying to live. I don't have to live up to some facade. You know, I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm respectful because that's that's who I truly am. And you know, I wanna I wanna bring the sport to the next level and show, you know, show it can be done in class and with intelligence. You know, and 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 be respectful the whole way along and and show great you know gratitude where it's where it's warranted. And it certainly is back here, man. I couldn't have more love from New England. All of you guys, Domenico, you know, you've been there since day one. So, so I, I, I appreciate that. And I swear to God, I'm going to fight my effing heart out uh, coming up soon here. Excellent. 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 Oh, you know, when, when you say, we say, Chris, everyone will know it. Uh, New England will totally be behind you as always, man. Uh, Chris, last thing I'm going to do is um, I got... One last question. It's not going to be long, but we also have that contest. I'm going to show the picture after after this question. Chris, I got one more little video here. It's only eight seconds long, but it is a good one. Um, I'm a troll, brother, and when I have somebody on and I have a new computer so my computer is not crashing so I can put up as much fucking bling and edits and, and shit. Gl- yeah, yeah, some bling bling all over the place. So... Chris, I have a, um, let me see it right here. Let me find it. Oh, here it is. So, what's it? yeah, we'll give a shout out to whoever's around there. But Chris. No, I mean, side of the fire, we got some crazy ass fire going on yeah, right well, now. Yeah, well, dude, man, dude. <laughs> you're living the dream right now. You're living the, look at that. Look at that. We got some blue flames, hey. some green flames, some, some. Some good old orange flames, bud. We got red flames, yellow flames. Got- this is a, this is like a bucket list for me. I like a first interview ever from campside, man. It's fucking awesome, brother. Uh, Chris, all right, here we go with the video. Um, I found a video of you punching a bag, and the bag breaks off the chain. Off the chain. Off the oh. chain. So let me blow that up so people can see it because um. Chris, talk about that before I let you go, because what's going on here? <laughs> I had a rough day, and I could not get to that bag no matter how hard I tried. And so at the end of the day, I told I told uh, my buddy of mine, Tristan, and I said, hey, get the camera out. I'm going to blitz this bag. And I just he pops the camera out, and the first shot we get, I punched that bag about three times, and we knocked that baby clean off the wall. That's a 120-pound bag just demolished on the ground. And it's like... If that doesn't say something, I don't know what does. I, w- I went home smiling that night. I probably watched it. I think a thousand of those views are mine anyway. <laughs> yeah, I got to play it over and over, man. It was like it's something you like to watch because your uh, your expression and your and your reaction. You were waiting for the ceiling to come down, but I don't think that it would have affected you, brother. Yeah, um, I looked right up. I thought the whole, the whole group. I thought that was it. That's how I'm gonna go out. <laughs> All right, Chris, last thing, I'm going to show this picture one more time of your brothers and sisters for the contest. So let me get this up one more time. Um, So we'll have to check this feed. If no one answers that contest, they better. I will will pick someone myself to give away this shit. Um, So the, the, the question is, the contest is, when was this picture taken? Month, day, and, um... What else was it? Month and day, right? Yeah, month and day. Yeah, month and day. 
Um, yeah. that, that's about it. That's all I need to know. People are going to say it had to be Christmas day. Well, if you're the first one that says Christmas day and that's the fucking answer, you get the shirts. Sorry for cussing, but that's how it works. And that's no, pretty, you can cuss your, your promoting creeping. I like it. <laughs> 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 all right, Chris, man. Uh, that's the contest. That's the show. Chris, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for coming on, man. It's been a blast, bro. Hey, absolutely. It's always fun, Steve. I love being on. Looking forward to seeing you very soon. All right, man. We definitely will, brother. I'll be traveling down the... Um, definitely, I'll be coming to see Travis and Lars and coming around your neck of the woods before that fight happens. And we'll, we'll, be, we'll be seeing each other again, bro. We'll be seeing each other plenty before and plenty after that fight, my friend. All right, man, man. Um, I'm just going to send us off with um, the, the video of um, you and your coach and your fight. And uh, we'll see you. All right, people. We'll see you next Wednesday night. The Room Podcast. Thanks so much, Chris Golden Glove Sarrow, for coming on. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, June 26th. Big news from this guy pretty soon about a matchup in the makings. So with that said, we out of here. There's that knuckle. There's that knuckle. Six knuckle right there. Ah.